Chatters, chatties, welcome home for a Great American Chat, a podcast where we chat about great American media. I'm Chad Maurice, and joining me today is half of the Dishing with the Dono fans. Cricket is back. Cricket, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me again, Chad. Now, this is your sixth time here, and I forgot to mention when we recorded last time that you became the first member of the Five Timers Club. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and your better half, Tracy, can't be here. Yep, she's in Scotland having a great time. She's in Scotland playing bagpipes and wearing a kilt. You know what? If she's wearing a kilt, she better send a picture of that. <laughs> but she is with us in spirit. Absolutely. <laughs> now, today we are chatting about a Paris Christmas waltz. But before we get into that movie, I am going to put up this. We need to. Oh, or, oh wait a minute. There we go. We need to chat about the Great American Book Club, which meets this Thursday, December 7th. Father Randy and Cammie will be discussing the book, The Romance of a Christmas Card, written by Kate Douglas Wiggin. And okay. we and I asked you before, you, you've never, you, you're a member of the book club, but you never joined, right? The yes. Zoom, Zoom yes, I'm a member of it. I just haven't had time to like really dive into it. Um, I thought it was really cool that they did this and... Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe one day I'll be able to make time for it. But this mm -hmm. one in particular sounds pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. romance mm -hmm. cards, Christmas cards, letters, all that stuff. So. <laughs> and if you're interested in joining the book club, you can sign up on Great American Family's website at greatamericanfamily.com and they will email you the Zoom link. Now, let's get into a Paris Christmas waltz. This movie premiered November 19th. It stars Jen Lilly and Matthew Morrison. It directed by Michael Damien and written by Michael and his wife, Janine. Okay, now did you see the first Waltz movie they did? What was that one called? Uh, yes, the one with Dana Kimmel-Keller. Was that the one? No, or not the one Dana Kimmel-Keller. Um, Will Kemp and- Will Kemp and, Lacey yes. Lacey Chabert, Lacey yeah. Chabert, yes. I love that one, yes. Thought it was yeah, really yeah. good. That really was a good. good one. So this one is not really a sequel, but it's like number two in this mm -hmm. kind of the waltz series, I guess you could say. So let's see. This movie opens up. We see our main character, Emma, watching a dance performance, and her eyes are as big as quarters. She's all excited, and she's taking it all in. She tells her friend, Cece, I would love to do that. Cece says, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Then we see the dancer who was on stage. We see him go backstage after it's over. He gets a call from Paris saying a friend of his is in the hospital. The dancer says, I'll be right there. Yes. Now you mentioned you, you, uh, you've seen the Nutcracker. You go see the Nutcracker. I've never seen it live or in person, but I've always liked to watch the movies, the ballet dancers and all of those. So I absolutely love this scene. Um, Jen Lilly, like, her eyes were so twinkly and just so in awe of the performance. And it just, it really makes you want to be in the audience to watch it because it's so beautiful. So mm -hmm. one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Then we get a flash forward a year. We see Leo, who is the dancer that Emma was watching. He's now in Paris. He's been in Paris for the past year, taking care of his former teacher, whose name is Henry, who must have had a stroke because they, when he got the call, the hospital said he had an accident. So I'm assuming it was a stroke because he's walking with a cane. Yeah, I thought the same thing. They didn't really say. They just yeah. said he was or whatever. Yeah, so they didn't say. They, yeah. they talk about Leo's upcoming trip to New York and the possibility of running into his former dance partner, Gazelle, which I know it's pronounced Giselle, but I like to say Gazelle. <laughs> it's more funner. It's more funner. Oh, my God. <laughs> Henry tells him he wants to choreograph a piece for him for the Paris Yuletide Pro-Am. And Leo says, what are you talking about? I don't have a dance partner anymore. And you know what? When he's when they were talking about this trip to New York City, they never explained why he was going to New York City. No, no they did. I, no, they didn't. You didn't. You no. didn't find out till later why he was actually there. Wait, why was he there? Because I was confused the whole movie. Why was he in New York City? He was in there at New York City to find a dance partner. No. <laughs> yeah, no. he was. He didn't. He didn't know about this competition until after they they talked about the trip to New York City, and then the guy got up. Oh, and no, he was in New York because he did the Nutcracker. No, that was the year before. That was the year before. The guy, no. the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy okay, says, the guy says to him, they talk about his upcoming trip to New York City. And then the guy gets up and walks across the room and makes himself a drink. And then he says, oh, I want, I choreographed a, a routine that I want you to dance in in the Paris Yuletide Pro-Am and then Leo says but I don't have a partner anymore okay so, well my so I don't know why he went to New York City it was never explained my understanding is when he had that conversation with him that when he announced he would have he wanted he had a piece to, that he had choreographed my understanding and my thought was he was going to New York to find a dance partner no no, because they yeah. talked about the trip to New York before he found out about this. this well, he had talked about the trip the previous year because the previous year is when he got sick. But you're right. He did talk about it there. You're right. Yeah. they. Yeah. That's the that's the one mystery of this movie. Are you sure, though, that wasn't a conversation he had the year before and they just fast forward it because it said one year later. Yeah, this scene that I'm that you're seeing in the upper left occurs yes. one year later after yes. after. Emma saw him dancing. Right, so, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, well. well it, it, I don't... So th th that, is, that is one of the mysteries that, that I was wondering yeah. about. Yes. Then we see Emma working as, as an accountant in New York City. She has been taking dance lessons for the past year. She finds out one of her coworkers is getting laid off right before Christmas. So she quits her job so he can keep his. So we find out that Emma has a big heart. She cares about other people and not herself. Yeah, I was like, that's a big step. Yeah. To, you know, just yeah. drop a job, especially when you're living in New York City. <laughs> I know, I know where the, where the rent's $3,000 a month. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. But she did have some savings or whatever she told her friend. Yeah. Emma then meets Leo when he saves her from stepping in a puddle and she doesn't recognize him.
Let's see. We're okay. Emma and her friend Cece go to some place where people are dancing, and she runs into Leo again. This time, she recognizes him and calls him sassy. <laughs> he, he is there to audition new dance partners. Emma's friend says, "You haven't auditioned Emma." Leo grabs her for a dance, and he enjoys it. He asks. Would you like to audition for me? And is your passport up to date? Emma is like, why? Where would we be going? He says, Paris. Gay Paris, home of the Eiffel Tower <laughs> and some museum and art that people can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so real quick. What, so that's called a mixer that they went to. That's called a mixer? Yes, it was a mixer and it was her, that's where she learned to go since she took her dancing lessons that her friend got her. Ah, okay. So that was this organized by the place so where she was never, taking the dance lessons or something? Yeah, so they would periodically have these mixers, she said, but she never went. And so her friend said, since you quit your job and you had all this time now, let's go have fun and try to meet people, basically. And oh, so that's how okay. they ended up there that night. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, okay. I got you. Oui, monsieur. Thanks for explaining that. Cause yeah, I didn't understand what this dance whole thing was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the audition goes well and they arrive in Paris. Emma is blown away by everything she sees. She is like a kid in a candy shop. She checks into her hotel by a French speaking Debbie Matinopoulos and shown <laughs> to her quaint room with loud wallpaper. <laughs> now, Tracy, sent a message to me and she said she thought this wallpaper was ugly that wallpaper in a room <laughs> what did you think of it well honestly i've always wanted to go to paris i've never been it's been on my bucket list and one day i will go but you know everything in paris is elegant and loud and romantic um and they love flowers, if I'm not mistaken, all their perfumes and different things. So to me, that was like the Paris theme that I, I maybe not think of exactly. But when she walked into the room, I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally Paris. So to me, I kind of expected it. <laughs> OK, all right. So then Emma and Leo meet for a meal. She eats everything in sight and asks why he quit dancing. He doesn't want to tell her and says that's a conversation for another day. Although he does tell her later in the movie and it's not a it's not a long explanation. So I don't know why he couldn't yeah. just tell her now. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't quite comfortable with her quite yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they dance for Henry. He tells them they need chemistry, some spark. He tells <laughs> them to spend time together and get to know each other. So they go for a walk. They stop at a church and they talk about nativity scenes. And actually Leo says that Paris is known for their nativity scenes, which is something I did not know. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't know if that's true or if they just made that up for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They go out to dinner and ask each other rapid fire questions and they don't agree on any of the answers. He asks what her favorite Christmas memory is. Oh, and I like her answer here. She tells him about this Christmas sh show that she saw last year, a year ago, in which a prince was dancing with a woman and how she wanted to be that woman. 
She says, that prince was you. You're the reason I started dancing. Yeah. So I thought that was that pretty cool. I thought it was really cool. I thought that that was very bold of her to tell the story. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it was, it was something I think she needed to tell him because I think it would make him understand a little bit more of how she is and why she is the way she is. Mm -hmm. um, I admire her character uh, and how they portray her because I'm kind of risky and uh, I do a lot of things like that too. Sometimes doesn't always work out like it did for her, but um <laughs> but i have to ask you i was i oh. was thinking you were going to ask these questions so yeah. what is your favorite christmas moment oh what is my favorite christmas moment yeah oh what were the other questions that they asked i should have written uh, they them asked down what the favorite christmas candy was they asked all right what's your favorite christmas candy um i don't know i like candy canes but i don't like them that much um I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite Christmas candy. The only thing I can remember as a child was uh, my mom or my grandmother also used to have a bowl of the ribbon candy. They don't sell it anymore, I don't think. But do you remember the old time ribbon candy? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, the ribbon candy. Yeah. Yeah. So as a child, that's one of my memories that I always remembered from my grandmother and my mom. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's my memory that I have of Christmas candy. Um, because nowadays I don't think many people do Christmas candy, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I could be. Oh yeah, we put uh, can we put candy in the stock in the stockings. I mean, Santa brings oh, yeah. candy every year in the stockings. Okay, oh, well, yeah. if you want to go with the stocking, then the other favorite uh, item that I used to get as a kid was the life or the lifesaver books. <laughs> lifesaver books. Yeah, they they were books, and they would have all the different flavors of lifesavers in them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, nope. I don't remember I mean, that. I don't know if everybody got those, but I got those and I remember those. Those are really the only candies that I really remember. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. All right. They were like All right. <laughs> I like I like a good chocolate Santa. Yeah. yeah. See, I never we never got that. You never got that? Oh, I like a good chocolate Santa. And one of those real big ones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and either solid or hollow, doesn't matter. Oh yeah, the hollow ones are actually better. I don't know. Yeah, why like yeah, the hollow ones are good. And I'll any anything with chocolate and peanut butter too, like any type yeah. of Reese's tree, yeah. Christmas tree, or anything like that. All right. Well, what was what was the other question that they asked? Um, I'm trying to think. Favorite Christmas know. song was that one? Oh yeah, it um, was the favorite Christmas song. Yes. Was that one? Yes, it was. Because she said White Christmas or something, and then he said Blue something. I don't know what he said. I thought it said Blue something. Oh okay. I don't remember what the other question. I should have written them down. Well, so what's your favorite Christmas song? I'd have to go Silent Night. <laughs> um, I don't know what mine is. I mean, on the radio when I'm in the car, it's all I want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, come on. I get so sick of hearing that song. <laughs> you get at least once in your car when you're driving to work during the holiday. Okay. Um. But if I really want to sing a certain song, my favorite is the Celine Dion. Uh, these are the special times. I think it's called. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, know I love that. One. That okay. one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Traditional Christmas. Um, I love Oh Holy Night. Oh, the favorite. one that they play in this movie at the end, right? That one. Um. Yeah. Did they play that? Yeah, that's what they dance to at the end of the movie. 
oh, that's right. It was just a different version of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So yeah, yeah that's traditional. That's my favorite traditional one. Yeah. Now oh. you asked what my favorite Christmas memory is. I don't know. I don't know if I have one. Do you have one? I do. Um, so one year for Christmas, um, when I was growing up, my parents didn't have a lot of money. So this one year, I think my dad got a little bit of a bonus at work. And so my mom, he was traveling to Georgia to go work and make cabins with my uncle, um, to get extra money. And so my mom got, had a little bit of money and she went to the Toys R Us. Okay. Back when Toys R Us was still around and she was going to get me one of those mini size Frogger video games, the miniature ones, mm -hmm. and they were out of them. So she got me, well, actually, no, she bought it for me. Excuse me. She bought me it and it was in a bag and she put it on layaway. And so when she went to go get her layaway out, like two days before Christmas, mm -hmm. she went and got her bag and the thing was gone. Somebody had taken it out of her bag. Oh, so she's like freaking out because that was like my big gift for the year, you know, for Christmas. And so um, she had to go and find something else. Well, when she went and found something else, it was this Donkey Kong flip flip up game. <laughs> and so it was like black and white. And it was the the classic Donkey Kong. Yeah. Um, a little bit different because the guy had to swing on a hook to get over to Donkey Kong. and <laughs> But it was really cool. It was like a flip up two screen thing. And so um when i opened it at christmas because we used to open our gifts on christmas eve we didn't wait till christmas morning oh okay um, santa would come to our house on christmas eve um and so when i opened it i i really liked it but i was like man i really wanted the frogger because that's what i had asked for uh -huh. and she told me what happened and then so when i got the donkey kong one i was so excited because i liked the frogger but this one was really cool it was way smaller oh. <laughs> that's one of my favorite Christmas memories um, because I really got something I really wanted, you know, uh -huh. like I really didn't get really what I wanted, but it was because we couldn't afford it. But that year I got something really cool. <laughs> uh, I, I remember Frogger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> but yeah. It was, it was a good Christmas. I had good Christmases. I always loved what I got, but, or what I received, but that year was special. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, when we were watching this scene where they were out to dinner and Jen or Jen, Emma's telling them about watching him dance the year before <clears throat> and how he was the reason that that she started dancing. I thought, boy, wouldn't it be nice to meet someone that you idolize and have your dreams come true like that? <laughs> You're so funny. You're prompting me, aren't you, Chad? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I just no. I'm just well, saying, you know, it, it, would be would awesome. be, it would be amazing to. Uh you know, meet somebody that you have admired and whatever. Yeah, and like, like, like if you're, you're, you're watching somebody dance on stage and you're thinking, yes. boy, I wish I could dance with him and be, and then a year later she's dancing with him. And I thought yes. that just so is so, so nice that something like that would happen to someone, you know? You know what? I think sometimes, and it's not the same scenario, but my thoughts were when I first saw Trevor on TV was I really wanted to meet him. Mm -hmm. And so you know, chance be told the opportunity came and I got to meet him. So mm -hmm. a little different scenario, but I think that when you put it out to the universe and you really try to make that happen, it it could potentially happen. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? May not happen exactly, but I do. I admire her because she, she went for it, but you know, I'm about, I'm all about fate. So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. all right. <laughs> I don't think anything happens by chance. 
You don't think anything happens by chance? Nope. I think it's all predestined. But I think really? sometimes if you don't make the right choice at the right time, it could affect that destiny. So I do believe that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So after dinner, they break out into a song and dance on the street. And I think, in my opinion, I, I think this is the best movie of the scene or best scene of the movie. Yes. I, I, I love really it. love that scene. Yeah, I absolutely love this scene. It reminded me of old time movies of Fred Astaire and um, what's her name? Um, Ginger Rogers. Ginger Rogers. Yes, yeah. I think so. And yeah. it just reminded me of a movie I saw with them. I couldn't tell you for sure what movie it was, but uh, I know that scene is very similar, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. But yes. And then them both singing. I thought that was that was really, really cool. It reminded me of the old time movies. And I really love that. Oh, yeah. They're they're dancing on the sidewalk, dancing on the light poles, on the park benches, all while singing, we wish you a Merry Christmas without getting out of breath. That was impressive. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the magic of movies, Chad. <laughs> I actually have a clip of this scene that I am going to play because I enjoyed the scene so much. I want to see it again. Hold on. Here it comes. Listen, my hotel's back that way, so I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Well, where do you think you're going? Well, we still have work to do. What? Thank you, Santa. Hi, boys. We wish you a Merry Christmas in G. Let's do it. One, two, a one, two, three, four. Oh, we cannot let this opportunity go to waste. It is Christmas. Let's dance. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Tidings for Christmas and a happy new year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you Oh, I love that scene right there. <laughs> it was so good. I love that scene too. I yeah. mean, it, you just want to start dancing and singing. It's just, it's so, so inviting. It's so like, I don't know. I used to watch old time movies with my mom and it just took me back to, to watching those movies with her and that feeling you get when you are watching them. Mm -hmm. Now, did you notice that while they were singing and dancing, he orders her a drink at that outdoor restaurant. She takes a sip of it and then gets up and continues dancing. And they never they never paid for the drink. 
Oh yeah. The magic of movies. The magic of movies. <laughs> I, I was expecting the waiter to chase after them. Right. In reality, they pro he probably would have. <laughs> he probably or maybe somebody. He, well, wait, he gave money to somebody, but that was the Santa, though, I think. To yeah, people that was, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that were playing, excuse the, me. The waiter probably figured out oh, they're too cute. Right. Just let yeah. him go. <laughs> Just let him go. <laughs> so they get back to her hotel and they look up and they see mistletoe. He says, we need to keep it professional. I don't date my dance partners. Yeah, I, I think you're going to break that rule, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Emma goes into her, into her hotel room and weeps because Leo wouldn't kiss her. The next morning, Emma gets an invitation slid under her door for the Yuletide Pro-Am soiree. She calls Cece, freaking out. She says, I have nothing to wear. Cece says, wear that killer red dress with the sexy stilettos. And she says, what's up with you? You sound different. Emma says, we danced, we sang, we almost kissed under the mistletoe. <laughs> yes. I, as a, as a young girl or whatever, and I know she's younger in the movie, but to be in that kind of a situation, like that's, you're in Paris. I mean, you're in the, the city of love. Like, how could you not like, want to be in love right there you know what i mean so i would find it very difficult after doing all that not to fall for somebody like that mm -hmm. that'd be fun mm -hmm. so she heads to the soiree soiree how would pronounce it leo's eyes pop out of his head when he sees her in that red dress he takes her to a window to show her the view of the eiffel tower it's all lit up at night she says wouldn't it be a dream to waltz under it Oh, I think there's another dream of hers that might come true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Just yeah, then. What? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Where's no, I love that scene. I thought that was really cool. The Christmas tree was there. They were looking mm -hmm. at it. Mm -hmm. It looked really yeah. nice. It's yeah. really cool. Just then, Gazelle, Leo's former dance partner, walks up. Leo says, hey, babe, what are you doing here? I thought you were in London. Some photographer asks to take Leo and Gazelle's picture in front of the Christmas tree. Emma doesn't like that at all. Gazelle's new dance partner then shows up and they get the pleasure of meeting him. Back at Emma's hotel, Debbie Matinopoulos shows her an article in the newspaper about the Pro-Am dance competition. The headline says, Gazelle and Leo, the couple of the ball, with a picture of them in front of the Christmas tree. And Emma is not liking this at all again. Yeah, that'd be the yeah. heartbreaking right there. Yeah. Then we get a funny scene when Henry and Leo are backstage at the first round of the competition. Gazelle shows them the newspaper headline and the photo. They ask each other, you think Emma saw it? Emma walks in and gives him the cold shoulder and says, I'm going to get dressed. And then they both look at each other at the same time and they say, yeah. she saw it. She saw it. I know. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. <laughs> oh, I thought that was great. Yeah. No, I actually have this clip too. I'm going to play this one too. It's important to keep her yes. shoulder down. It's not a bad photo. And there's a mention of your school, Henry. 
I'll see you on the dance floor. Can't wait. Why did they have to use that photo? Rehashing old news. You think Emma saw it? Good morning. Morning. Hey. Uh, I'll go get dressed. Great. She saw it. <laughs> so I like that scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I wasn't expecting them to do that either. I thought it was cute. <sighs> so they dance as well as they uh, can at this in this first round of this competition. Or I should say they dance. They don't dance as well as they could have, is what I should have said. But they do good enough to make it to the final round. Emma asks, what should we get Henry to celebrate us making it to the finals? Leo says, I have the perfect idea. Then we see them hauling a Christmas tree into Henry's flat. Henry loves it. He says it's much better than flowers. And in that scene, little, little little humor in that scene too, where they're trying to get the tree in the door and the door keeps closing on them. Yes, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're also decorating Henry's Christmas tree, and she she wants to put an ornament up high on the tree, so he grabs her and and lifts her up. So they kind of, when she comes down, they kind of embrace and have a little hug there. Mm-hmm. Henry encourages them to go out to dinner. After dinner. They take a walk, and Emma asks, out of all the women who auditioned, why did you choose me? He says, one of the reasons I came to Paris is because I lost my joy of dancing. But when I saw you and your sparkling eyes light up the dance floor, I realized that is what was missing from me. And by experiencing your joy, I hope to find my love for dancing again. Then he goes in for a mid-movie kiss. Yeah. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, considering yeah. he said he never dated his dance partner. I know. He just yeah, he said that when they were standing under the mistletoe. He said yeah. that, and then he broke his rule. Yep. Sure did. I mean, come yeah. on, you're on the bridge, though. Come on, she looks cute. She's got a red dress coat on with her green beret. I green mean, beret. On. I know. I know. Then he apologizes and says that shouldn't. That wasn't supposed to happen. She says I agree, and he's taken a little back by that when she said that. Then she won't let him walk her to her hotel she says let's forget this ever happened he says yeah good idea that would be best <laughs> let's see emma calls cc and leo talks to henry she tells cc we kissed but we are going to pretend it didn't happen and leo tells henry that they smooched and henry says stop looking backwards you need to look forward CC says, if you have feelings for him, why did you shut him down? And she says, because I don't think he feels the same as I do. They have a practice session with Henry. Gazelle tries to make the moves on Leo. Henry falls out of his chair. Emma goes dress shopping. And who does she run into but Gazelle? She tries on a fabulous sparking green dress, which I really liked. I like that dress. Gazelle tells her, that looks great, but Leo doesn't like the color of green. But you already knew that, right? And Emma's like, uh, okay, no. no. She picks out a white dress for Emma to try on. Now, what did you think of Gazelle there in this scene? Was she, uh, was she up to no good or was she trying to help her? What were you thinking? You know, honestly... 
I was wondering because usually when they have dancing with partners, you have to coordinate your outfit. So I was a little taken aback and, and I could be totally wrong that they didn't coordinate together him and her. Mm -hmm. So then she would know what color of dress to get. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't understand that, uh, but I think it worked out nicely, um, you know, in the final scene or whatever. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think she was trying to be a little, maybe, I mean, we don't know for sure. Cause we'll never know because she never had the green dress on in front of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I was wondering if if Gazelle was there was lying to her about she could have been about Leo I mean, not liking the color green, or if she was re really trying to help her out. Yeah, I mean we yeah. we will never know, but I, I don't know. We we never found out if he liked. I green think or not. though, because of this scene here, she knew that she left her uh, cuffs or whatever, mm -hmm. and so that was the perfect opportunity for her to ruin whatever it was that was going on. Because mm -hmm. I don't. Sel knew that they were going to be eating dinner together, that he had called her and told her to come. Um, I think she was hoping that she was there and she was going to intrude on their dinner. But, you know, Emma didn't get the message. So, because she had her phone, I think. Because she heard the message, right? Well, she yeah, Emma's phone was on the counter when Leo called. And Gazelle looked at it and saw it, but didn't tell Emma that Leo had called. Right. So right. she never got the voice message. Yeah, she never heard it. Yeah, I yeah. think she was a little bit um, sneaky. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. So like you said, Emma left some, something she purchased at the store, these cuffs, whatever the cuffs were. Mm -hmm. Gazelle calls Leo and tells him, uh, she says, uh, how about I bring the cuffs to you? Leo is not too thrilled, but says, okay, yeah, whatever. She goes to the cafe to meet him, and Emma eventually hears the voice message that Leo left her and she goes to the cafe to meet him and we get the dreaded see him from a distance with another woman uh, conflict scene here. Mm -hmm. Emma looks through the, or sees them through the restaurant window of the cafe and they're holding hands. Right. Oh, she, she gets all upset. She walks back to her hotel crying. Yep. That would be devastating. The tears are flowing. Yes. Yeah. I think I was even crying during that part. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> but it was kind of clever how they did it. She reached yeah. up and said, you have, you have something in your hair. And then, and then she, she, he grabbed his hand, her hand and brought it down to the table. And that's how yes. they were. Yeah. So that's clever how they, how they handled that. Mm -hmm. Leo shows up and asks if she would like to go downstairs for a nightcap. She says, no. He says, did I do something wrong? She lies and says, no, she just needs to get some sleep. <laughs> Next day, they have a practice session with Henry. Henry yells at them and says, you two are disconnected. This is awful. Take a break and go get some hot cocoa. Leo asks Emma again, what is going on? You have lost your enthusiasm. Then they both, both agree again that their kiss on the bridge was a mistake. Emma says, we need to have chemistry while we are dancing. But once the music stops, we need to be cold as ice towards each other. I got it. <laughs> they go back and uh, try to practice. Henry says, you are butchering my dance. And if this is the way you're going to dance tomorrow, I don't want you dancing. Emma calls Cece and spills her guts. Cece tells her tomorrow is a new day and a new experience. Forget what you're feeling today. 
let all your emotions out on the dance floor tomorrow. So now it's time for the big Pro-Am dance competition, which is being streamed all over the world. So this must be a big, big, big deal because they're watching it in New York City. They show her coworker watching it on his computer. Yes, yes. Gazelle asks Emma if she got the cuffs she gave to Leo. Leo says, here they are. Gazelle dropped them off the other day at the cafe. Emma says, I know. I saw you with her. Leo says, whatever you think you saw, you did not see. Gazelle is my past. Emma says, whatever, buddy. I understand. She's, Leo says, I don't think you do. And they stare deeply into each other's eyes. I know I was waiting for something right there. Yeah, I, I thought something was going to happen right there. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, yeah. Henry then comes up and gives them a pep talk and says, go out there and tell your story. Emma says, what is our story? Leo says, we have to write it together. Wait a minute. I thought they were dancers, not writers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a figure of speech, Chad. <laughs> So they dance their little hearts out to Holy Night. And just like CC said, told her to do, leave your emotions on the dance floor. So she does. She leaves all her emotions on the dance floor. They do the dirty dancing lift and they kiss in front of the crowd and everyone watching all over the world. Henry gets a standing ovation. Or I should I meant, I mean, Henry gets emotional while getting a standing ovation. So that was that was emotional. When yes. See him crying in front of everyone. Oh I, yeah, that I, I, te I teared up a little bit when when I saw him crying. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I have to interject right yeah, here. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So watching this dance, I could not help but think of Trevor and Emma's Halloween dance mm -hmm. because it reminded me of that dance, even though it was totally different scenario. Oh, yeah. But it totally brought memories back from Trevor and Emma Slater. Yeah. Right? yeah. Emma Slater. Yeah, Emma Slater. Dancing with the stars. Yeah, because Emma was wearing a white dress like this. Yes. Yeah. And he was a shirt. Uh-huh. So I was yeah. having like flashbacks of Trevor and Emma's dance from Dancing with the Stars in this. And I did, uh, I got emotional from it, you know, and thinking about that dance too. And I thought they did a really good job, but it really made me think of that. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was very good. I really liked it. I liked that mm -hmm. scene. And then when he got emotional, I got emotional too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then this movie ends with them waltzing under the Eiffel Tower. On Christmas Eve, the way Emma dreamed about, she asks, are you disappointed we didn't win? He says, no, not at all, because I won something more important, your heart. Mm -hmm. All right, so, so, that, so that, that, I, <laughs> that was a little corny. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I thought it was cute. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I guess it worked. I guess it worked. Well, you have to understand something, Chad. Okay, not right. every woman has this dream of being in Paris, but ever since I was a kid, I there was a dog named Poochie that was French. And I love this pink and white dog. And I love uh, Paris and France. I had a uh, French uh, pen pal also that was from France. So my whole life, I, I always loved France. Like I have 
I have pictures of the Eiffel Tower in my kitchen. I have them out in my living room. Oh, um, okay. I have them in my bathroom, my shower curtain. So, you know, when you have a dream like that, it's that was amazing. Like that's why I really like this movie because it it kind of took you on a journey with Emma and her dream of going to Paris and meeting, you know, her prince in a sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then. Oh, you just sparked my memory. When I was in fourth grade, I had a pen pal. Mm -hmm. And I think she was in France, France too, I think. Yeah. I believe was she was. Was on the TV that, that would come on and he was like a globe and he had a pen and he'd be like, you pen pal or whatever. It was like after school, like with the after oh, school. Oh, no. Our, our school teacher set it all up. Oh, okay. Somehow. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so everyone, <laughs> everyone in class had a pen pal. Got a pen pal. Did you, yeah. did you, did you take French when you were in school? No, I wish I would have. I took French. My oh. French name was Sophie. <laughs> Sophie? Sophie. Oh. Oui, monsieur. <laughs> How? That has that is nowhere near cricket. <laughs> I know. That's why I like it. <laughs> I, no, I'm French, but I, I wish I would have taken French in, in high school. I wish I would have. Yes. Yes. I, don't know. I took two years of it, and I don't. The only thing I know how to say is uh, Zutalo. Uh, C'est la vie, merci beaucoup, and Jean bon. <laughs> oh, that's a, that was impressive. I like that. It said it means you're a hamhead. <laughs> oh, that's appropriate for me then. Okay. No, I didn't mean it towards you. I just remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's my favorite thing to say, and everybody's like, "Ooh, that sounds so good." I'm like, "Yeah, just it's not really what you think." <laughs> <laughs> So then they kiss again and they waltz under the Eiffel Tower. So Emma's dream comes true and they waltz happily ever after. Yep. Very good movie. I love this movie. I watched it like four times. You watched it four times? Mm -hmm. I really, really loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I All love right. Michael, uh, so Michael that... and, and his wife when they do these directing, when they direct these movies. I love their movies. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was my next question. I want I want to hear your thoughts on this movie. I thought from the very beginning it grabbed my attention. Um, you know, again, wanting to go to Paris, I was ready to watch this movie and see how it all you know un un unraveled. Um, but seeing and I loved dance when I was younger. I didn't do any ballet or anything. I just did like you know freestyle whatever. But I love dance and choir and all of that. So it kind of brought in the dancing aspect, the choir aspect, and then the whole Paris theme, you know, it was just, it was an amazing movie. I really thought Jen Lilly, I loved her, her character being so innocent. And so, you know, what we all should do around the holidays. Like, I don't know about you, but as I was a child, I used to have this, this love of just life and, and, and people. And then as you get older, that, that light just kind of diminishes and you're still that person, but that whole like magic of being a kid kind of goes away. And I feel like when I watched this movie, that magic came back a little bit, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I did, you know, her character, she played that so well. And I, I kind of put myself back in, uh, in her shoes in a way watching it and mm -hmm. remember how that moment, those moments kind of felt being a kid around Christmas time and, and watching mm -hmm. plays and, seeing mm -hmm. dancing ballet and all that. So yeah, I, I absolutely love this movie. I thought it was really good. I, I thought their chemistry was okay. It wasn't the greatest, but I thought it was good. I thought they, you know, I thought that they 
you know, fit well together. Um, the chemistry wasn't as, as strong as I wish it would have been. Oh, really? I thought the chemistry was yeah. pretty good. You didn't think it was that great? No, I mean, oh, it was okay. Yeah. But I think it was because of how he kept trying to deny her in a sense, like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, well, we're not going to go there. Like, okay, this is a person that you're supposed to get to know and have this spark as is the teacher. Mm -hmm. But yet you don't want to open up and tell her, you know, why you guys are in this moment eating this beautiful meal. Like what's, what's going on, you know, be a little bit more vulnerable and, and open up. So that would be the only thing about the chemistry. I think if it would have been uh, if they would have opened up a little bit more, he would have been opened up more a little, you know, or the scenes maybe a little bit different. Maybe there would have been more chemistry for me okay. or the opportunity for the chemistry, maybe. All right. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I think this is one of the best uh, movies in, in, in the great American Christmas lineup. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. I love Trevor mm -hmm. uh, and his movies, but I, this one was more personal for me. <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh trevor's movie yeah. was good too but i think this one was better yeah yeah it was just it it took me to a place where as a child growing up and a young girl that i wish i could you know pursue that dream if you will mm -hmm. kind of like she did in the movie yeah oh yeah this movie is all about pursuing your dreams and having your dreams come true and and i mean dancing in paris and the scenery i mean you can't yes. do it i mean yeah i know yeah yeah. And and that was too when they were driving in and she's like looking at all the buildings yeah. and everything. She's just like, oh my gosh, it's so much bigger. And you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like that that reminded me of something I would do if I went there. I'd be like, Oh yeah, I would I would definitely I would definitely do that too. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I just I really liked that movie. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. it yeah, I think it's probably gonna be wind up in my top three mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the year, possibly my top two. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, it was good. Now, like you said, the dancing was great. I thought Jen did a great job doing the dancing. I know she practiced for a couple months to prepare for this for this movie. Yeah. But since I have you here, I was thinking, you know, Trevor would have been good in this movie. I wish they would have put Trevor I in know. it. And that's why, too, when I saw that routine that they did, I'm like, why didn't they pick Trevor? Because it's giving me these vibes of that dance. Uh -huh. I, um, I, could, I could see Trevor and Jen dancing together. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I would have loved if they would have put Trevor in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. I mean, I think the guy, the Daniel did a great job. Um, I think his name's Daniel. Matthew. 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 Yeah. What's his character name? Leo. Leo. Okay. I don't know where I got Daniel. I don't know where you got Daniel from. <laughs> Leo did a great job or Matthew mm -hmm. um, did a great job uh, in the movie as far as the dancing and all of that. But I would have loved it to have been Trevor. I think mm -hmm. that just made that movie. Yeah, yeah. And like Much Ado About Christmas, the Damien's other Christmas movie, this movie is very visually appealing. Yes. Yeah, very... it, it, look, it looks great on screen. Yeah. Yes, everything from the, the mixer party to mm -hmm. the the pair scenes, like I think they did a great job of oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, the, the, everything. the colors, the wardrobe, everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I love Jen Lily's outfits. I thought they were great. Yeah, they were really cute. Some of them, she had some really cute dresses and yeah. skirts and yeah, yeah. And like you said, the, the red coat with the green beret. Yes, yeah. love it. Yeah. So the one unanswered question we, we already talked about is why Leo went to New York City. You say it was find a dance partner, but I say, no, I, it, it was, I don't think it was ever explained. 
No, I just remember them talking and then talking about the Pro-Am. Well, they talked about New York City, him going to New York City before they talked about the Pro-Am. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they didn't say why he was going. No. But maybe because he was there the year before, maybe he had a contract doing the Nutcracker. I don't know. I don't know. That was the one. That was <laughs> That's the one what I'm going with. That was the one un- unanswered question I, I came up with. Mm-hmm. And also another question is, why didn't he just find a dance partner in Paris since the competition is in Paris? <laughs> Maybe. <You know? laughs> but he they mentioned, though, that he had tried a couple other dancers and they didn't work. So maybe that's why he went back out, because remember his the other coach that was in the studio in Paris, mm-hmm. he was the one that was uh, there at that mixer that night. Oh, so maybe- did they mention that, that he tried? Oh, they think they did. You're right. They did that. He tried yes. a couple other partners. You're so right. he had tried You're a couple right. other people and he didn't. That's they weren't true. Even- That's right. So yeah. Maybe they thought, well, let's leave Paris and let's go to New York and mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Now we got to talk about Gazelle. She's the villain in this movie. What, what what did you think of her? Was she a pretty good villain, or what um, do you think? I thought she wasn't as bad as she could have been, because um, mm-hmm. she was sneaky. Like when she tried to, you know, mm-hmm. him at the water fountain um, mm-hmm. in the studio. Um, the whole, you know, sneaking to the restaurant, hoping to, you know, to return the cuffs. Yeah. Yes, to return the cuffs, not telling Emma about her phone, you know, message. Um, so she was a little sneaky and a little malicious in a sense, not like major malicious, but I I don't think she was trying to sabotage. I think she was trying to send him a message and she was using Emma to get it. She was. Message. Yeah, she was. I have. She's kind of like a, a partway villain. Like in some of the scenes, she was nice when she helped Emma pick out the dress. Yes. And then some of the scenes, you know, like you said, she was being sneaky, like returning the cuffs and and trying to get them eliminated during round one. Yes. I mean, she she purposely danced them into the corner to try to get them, them yeah boxed them in to try to get them eliminated yeah yes yeah. yes yeah yeah so I mean I think if the movie would have lasted a little longer it probably would have got more intense <laughs> now she mentioned that she and Leo were dance partners in the past do you think they were ever romantically involved yes, because I they do. never they never said that. Well, who was the girl that he he kept saying I you might see so and so? Wasn't that her? That was Gazelle, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think they were a couple. I think I don't it know. It's it's never, yeah. but he says he never dances, he never dates his dance partners, he said. Yeah, but if know. you remember when she's talking to Emma, she's like, Oh, did he tell you that line about he never dates his dance partners? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. she was being a little condescending there. So I mm-hmm. think maybe she implying that yeah okay yeah i don't know i couldn't figure out if they were if they were an item in the past or not i don't know yeah i kind of got that impression you got that impression could be could be now what is how he was acting the way he was acting the way he was acting yeah 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 that's true especially the way henry when henry said are you worried about running into gazelle right because if they were just dance partners it wouldn't be a big deal yeah it wouldn't be a big deal it's just you know but yeah you're right that's true if they dated yeah that's then true. it would be a big deal. Yeah. You wouldn't even have yeah. to ask if, if they were just dancing. Yeah. Now, what did, what did you think about the cute meat of him stopping her from stepping in the puddle and her not recognizing I it? thought the cute meat was adorable because yeah. um, how many times have I stepped into a puddle and nobody stopped me? <laughs> my whole shoe wet, my sock wet, you know, and then you got to walk around all day with your wet foot. So, yes, I thought the cute, the cute meat, meat cute, however you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was really cool like 
And then I love that scene though, because then he's like, are you sure you need my help? She's like, no, I'm good now. And then he goes where he almost falls down and she catches him and then goes back and forth. And I thought, and I thought that was really cute because honestly, I thought Jen Lily was really going to fall. I mean, she was slippery. It was slippery. They were walking on, it was slippery. Mm -hmm. And her look on her face, it was almost like so real, like, oh my God, I'm glad you caught me. (laughs) So I would love to know if it was like really slippery or if she's just that good at acting on that, on that part right there. Uh And I like that she didn't recognize him. She kind of did, but she didn't know where she, she yeah, I liked the, her facial expression. She looked at him and then I think, didn't she, I think she said, have we met before? I think she said, yeah, have we met do before? I know you or have I yeah, met you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, nope. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that was fun. That was. So this was the Damien second waltzing movie that they've done. You think we're going to get another one next year? I hope so. I, I love these. Um, You know, I'm. <laughs> I'm very fond of Damien and his wife, but Damien because of his role on Young and the Restless and his mm-hmm. character plays with Cricket. So mm-hmm. I absolutely love him. I loved him as uh, growing up as a kid, his, him singing. But over over the past, you know, five years and seeing him and his wife's movies, I absolutely love their movies. I think it's so cool that a husband and wife team write together. I just love that. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I was like, man, that'd be the best way to write a movie because you can bounce ideas off of each other you Mm -hmm. know and the girl can be like oh or you know vice versa whoever has the interesting ideas Mm -hmm. you know bounce them off each other and come up with you know a great movie which they always do so yeah that's true it's good to have a male perspective and a female perspective right in the movie the writing team that's right because the male could be like oh well, we'll just cut the scene there and the wife could be like or the girl could be like, no, we have to have it go a little bit this way, you know, to make it right. more realistic or more romantic or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you and I were writing a movie together yeah. and I said, that line is cheesy. Yes. <laughs> then you could say, no, it's not. It's nice. <laughs> oh, it's really not. Like all girls know that, you know, what, <laughs> yeah, we could so do it, Chad. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let me see. Let me get back to my slides here. Sorry if you hear my dog working. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Is your dog male or female? <laughs> Why do you want to know that? I don't know. I was, was going to say, I didn't hear her or hear hear her or hear him. I didn't. Boy. Oh, okay. It's, his name is Bear. Bear. Okay. Okay. So now we have to talk about this weekend's movies. On Saturday, December 9th. We have. Oh, you're going over this one. <laughs> What's that? We're doing this one too. Oh, I'm just gonna mention them. You're not. You know, don't worry about it. We're, okay. Well, I'll play along. Okay. All right. You can play. <laughs> December 9th on Saturday. This Saturday, meet me under the mistletoe with Sarah Fisher, who is in a Harvest Homecoming. You recognize her, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. And Simon Arblaster, who is in Bringing Christmas Home. That was the one with. Uh, Jill Wagner and Paul Green. Yes. Yeah. And then on Sunday, December 10th, we have Peppermint and Postcards with Christopher Russell and Ella Cannon. So you can live post on X while these movies are on, as always, using the hashtags Meet Me Under the Mistletoe and hashtag Peppermint and Postcards. And unfortunately, I won't be able to live post those movies or watch them 
this weekend because I am off to Christmas Con this weekend. Woo! <laughs> In beautiful Edison, New Jersey. Yep. And some of the people that are going to be there. Hold on, let me get rid of the screen here. Some of the people that are going to be there are Jen Lilly is going to be there. Who we just saw in this movie. Yep. Jesse Hutch is going to be there. Cameron Matheson. Who else? Danica McKellar. And Jessica Lowndes. Okay. And then a bunch of other people. Yeah. yeah. Well, have fun because I won't be there. <laughs> you won't be there. No, I won't be there. I can't I go. Know. How come Trevor never goes to Christmas Con? What's up with that? I don't, I don't know. If he was there, would you come? I probably wouldn't be able to go this time. <laughs> I got to save my money up. I'm going on that cruise next year, so I got to save my money. Oh, you're going on the big cruise. That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, you got to save I money. I wish Trey American Family would do a cruise, though. I know. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cricket, as always, this was fun. Absolutely. I always have a good time with you, Chad. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time and being here. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. Yes. Now, repeat again where people can find you and your podcast on social media. Okay. I'm on Instagram. It's uh, at Dishing with the Dono fans. And then um, I believe on Twitter, I am, uh, I don't know what I am on Twitter because I just drew a blank um <laughs> dishing dishing dono fans isn't it dishing dono fans yeah it's at yeah. dishing dono fans um and then also youtube it's at dishing with the dono fans on youtube as well so and then we do have tracy's also tracy underscore dishing with the dono fans and then tracy dono fans also on twitter so and then of course our dono fans page too dono fans one i believe is the the other dono fans uh website as well that okay. people can join and uh, be a part of as well. All right. Fantastic. So make sure you check her out on YouTube and subscribe to her YouTube channel. Absolutely. Hopefully yeah. I'll have an episode coming out soon. All right. <laughs> good. And you can find me at GAC TV podcast and at Chad Maurice. And until next time, you keep the faith, keep smiling, keep your friends close and keep your great American family close.